Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. How are you? News? Information? Bible? You've found the place. All of it happening right here in just one minute. Don't go. Call a friend. What a blessing Almighty God has granted us in allowing us to have a daily radio program right here on this station. Sincerely, wanted to be on the radio since I was about 12 years of age, and uh, God has granted that wish. Took a little sabbatical there when I thought I could do things better for God than God can do, and well, now he's finally put us on the radio, Christian Radio, and doing a news and information program that I absolutely love every day at this time. So a big thank you to him, a big thank you to you, my friend, for supporting and encouraging us with your kind words on Facebook and texting and emailing. It is indeed a blessing. And certainly a big thank you to those stations that carry Hello World and put the program out via the Internet. Thank you to WHCB, by the way where we're going to be next month for the share Three wonderful days. Have you volunteered yet? Many of you, I will see. I just know it. Be a part of 91.5 Spring. It is spring, isn't it? Yeah, coming. share 2023. I'm so looking forward to it. Looking forward to being Elizabethan with folks down there at First Free Will Baptist Church. Coming back in March, going to be at Boone's Creek with Southwest Radio Church. And Wow, some big things coming up. So excited. Thank you. What in the world is going on? What do you know, Joe? Not much, right? And the Penn Center lies at the heart of the latest Biden controversy. It's going to be a bombsh. It is. In some ways, though, it's such a mystery. The White House revealed earlier this week that classified documents were discovered at the Washington, D.C. office of President Biden's think tank, the Penn-Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement. That was in November, right? On Wednesday, oh, yesterday, news broke of another trove of classified documents from Biden's time as vice president had been discovered at another location leading to much louder calls now for Attorney General Merrick Garland to appoint a special counsel to investigate the president's handling of these documents. Oh, and we thought the bad boy was Trump. The Biden Center has since found itself in the middle of a firestorm, leading to renewed questions on the likes of Chinese donations to the University of Pennsylvania, which houses that think tank. Oh, Hunter Biden, you knew it was a matter of time. Your sin will find you out, big boy. Also shown to have discussed the center in emails before its launch. And within weeks of leaving the vice presidency under Obama in January of 17, Biden became the Benjamin Franklin Presidential Practice Professor. What's that? Honorary position at the University of Pennsylvania. Boy, oh boy, this revelation reported by NBC News, the New York Times... Records found in separate locations, eh? Gonna have some tough questions coming from those Republicans now. All of this gonna raise some real serious questions and pressure on the White House. So again, what do you know? Joe, will you tell us? Gee, should we jump up and down and shout? Inflation closed out 2022 in a modest retreat with consumer prices posting their 
biggest monthly decline since early in the pandemic, according to the Labor Department. The Consumer Price Index, which measures the cost of a broad basket of goods and services, fell 0.1% for the month. Let's get excited. Let's have a party. Even with the decline, CPI rose 6.5% from a year ago. It's expensive. Have you purchased eggs? Oh, never mind. Well, as I read this story, I thought about the little mosquito, the little fly that drives me crazy. There are a lot of those in the real world. They're people. Princeton University's got to show a little bit of courage. Oh, a lot of courage against pressure from those little radical activist undergraduates demanding the school remove a statue honoring the college's former president. Princeton's university committee there on naming is reviewing a proposal to remove the statue of the school's sixth president, John Witherspoon, because of his complicated history with slavery. The petition, signed by 300 loonies at Princeton, suggests replacing the statue with a plaque that details his positive and negative aspects. Good grief. The idea is that his statue would be removed as completely antithetical to history, antithetical to what the university says it stands for. It would be bending to a really noisy, tiny percentage of left-wing radicals who try to get their way on any college campus in America. That is the new America, however. A flood of evil. Let's take the statue down. Let's hide. Oh, boy. More news right after this. So when was the last time that you were really disappointed by someone you love a lot. Many of us have experienced the pain of abuse, betrayal, abandonment, right? The remnants of these events often create memory scars on our hearts, causing us to be weary of trusting or loving someone again. Had a guy in my church like that once, successful businessman. He didn't trust anyone, including me. As difficult as it is for our human minds to understand, God's love is complete and unconditional, he's perfect, and therefore capable of exhibiting perfect love. The sheer magnitude of his all-encompassing adoration can really be overwhelming. However, God wants us to know that we are worthy of his love. If pain from a past hurt has caused you to feel isolated, maybe afraid to love or trust anyone, hey, take hope. There is one who will never, ever disappoint you. Ask God to heal your heart so that you can begin to feel his loving hand upon your life from this day forward. I will never desert you. I will never forsake you. Hebrews 13, 5. Unconditional love. A quick walk down memory lane. Oh, I need it. Okay, let me read you something and then you see if you can guess who said this. Really good. We know that in solving the many, many problems and our great challenges, faith is more powerful than government and nothing is more powerful than God. Since the signing of the Declaration of Independence 241 years ago, America always affirmed that liberty comes from our Creator. Our rights are given to us by God and no earthly force can ever take away those rights. Our religious liberty is enshrined in the very First Amendment in the Bill of Rights. 
The American founders invoked our creator four times in the Declaration of Independence. Benjamin Franklin reminded his colleagues at the Constitutional Convention to begin by bowing their heads in prayer. Faith has forged the identity and the destiny of this great nation that we all love. Our nation will be renewed by hard work, a lot of intelligence, and prayer. We don't want to see God forced out of the public square, driven out of our schools, or pushed out of our civic life. We want all children to have the opportunity to know the blessings of God. Prayer changes hearts, transforms lives. It uplifts the soul, inspires action, and unites us all. We thank God for the faith of our people. We praise God for the blessings of freedom. And whether we are black or brown or white, and you heard me say this before, we all bleed the same red blood. We all salute the same great American flag. And we are all made by the same almighty God. We ask God to forever bless this magnificent land that we all love so much. America, thank you. God bless you. And God bless the United States. Thank you, everybody. Thank you very, very much. Well, that was great. Who said that? You know, some guy named Trump. What else is happening still? Talking about yesterday, the FAA created air travel chaos yesterday that highlights the outdated tech and aviation again after a key bit of its software glitched harder than, well, it was just bad. The grounding way bigger than most people thought, and this could be the worst since 9-11. I think we shared that. I guess this also happened to computer software in Canada. The FAA system that went down was created over 75 years ago. Do you think it's time for a change? Amazon Union Staten Island win got certified. A federal labor official certified the Amazon Labor Union's victory in the election at the New York City warehouse there, rejecting the e-commerce giant's objections to any vote. Amazon plans to continue appealing to, uh, well, up the chain to the full national Labor Relations Board in Washington. They're not happy, of course. And after many of its park's biggest fans took umbrage, that's a good word, took umbrage at the rising cost of a visit, Disney has worked some magic to help guests pay less, though mostly without actually lowering any prices. Disney said it will stop. Stop charging for overnight parking. Yay! Let Disney World Annual Pass holders come to parks on weekday afternoons without a reservation. And, oh, they're just doing some wonderful things at Disney. Over there in Japan, ever heard of Uniqlo? Big company in Japan. The retail chain's parent company, Fast Retailing, promised a pay bump, get this, up to 40% raise. That's a biggie. The Prime Minister even got involved, said it's time to do something to help out employees, boost wages in face of soaring inflation, and average pay that has barely inched up since 1990. There you go. And now, the rest of the story, or who said that? I continue to emphasize there's just so many things going on in America that we really do not know. Would you agree? 
September the 11th, 2001, I was working for Merrill Lynch on the top floor of the World Financial Center in New York City. I witnessed up close the horrific attack on the World Trade Center that took 2,979 lives. I was heartbroken. I vowed to God that I'd give back and serve this great country. And this vow led me to leave a multi-billion dollar hedge fund in 2009 and apply to become an FBI special agent. According to the Wall Street Journal, around 45,000 people applied to be special agents that year. 900 made the cut, and I was one of them. After five months of training there, I considered a sacred responsibility was honored to be entrusted to protect and serve the American people. My entire career was spent in the field where I believed I could make the strongest impact in rescuing victims and putting criminals behind bars. My privilege to work alongside some of the finest and brightest in the FBI. It was taxing, but I loved it. Physically, emotionally jarring, but I believed I was making an impact. Every day I woke up and embraced being an FBI special agent. Over the course of 12 years of service, the FBI's trajectory has now changed. Things changed for me. On paper, the Bureau's mission remains the same, but its priorities and its governing principles shifted dramatically. The FBI became politically weaponized, starting from the top in Washington and trickling down to field offices. Lately, there's been one politicalization issue after another at the FBI. It is in trouble. I quit. Although agents have their First Amendment rights, they are not at liberty to publicly express any potentially political support while on duty wearing official FBI gear. It has changed. The voice of one who was on the inside. And as one of my favorites, former Governor Mike Huckabee says, the FBI ought to be focused on real crime in America. Oh, and who have we been talking about? Her name, Nicole Parker, special agent with the Department of Justice, the FBI, in the Bureau's Miami field office. Twelve years serving our country, and she's done. Think about this one, my friend. Okay, time out for just a moment. Let's play a game here. See if you can figure this thing out. Four quick headlines. One of them is false. Babies are us. Attempting a comeback, planning to open a new store at the American Dream Mall in New Jersey. M&Ms, they're going to offer an all-female package for a limited time. Really? Prince Harry's new book, Spare, reveals his 12th birthday party theme was office supplies. And the world's first flying motorcycle going to hit the skies very soon. Flying motorcycles. Which one was false? Prince Harry, spare. No, he didn't have a birthday theme of office supply. Everything else is true. And finally, today's health tip for older folks listening, especially a heavy hand with the salt shaker. You listening, my Sharon? Huh? You will hurt your head, they say. A study of 975 people between the ages of 60 and 80 with hypertension found that reducing salt in their diets was associated with lower risk of headache. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking of doing something to impress my wife. I'm going to get her something really, really expensive. I'm heading over to Kroger to get a dozen eggs. <laughs>
Ah, never mind. This is good. 90% of all electrical vehicles. You own one of those? They're still on the road today. The other 10%, they got all the way home. (laughs) And this one will probably get me in trouble. Once you understand why pizza is made round and then packed in a square box and then eaten as a triangle, then you will understand women. (laughs) I knew I'd be in trouble. There you go. So, just between you and me, has God gotten your attention recently? Where's my Bible? Life 101, right after this. Lots and lots of Christians like to help other nonprofit organizations. I mean, after you've given to your church, you like to see other things get funds, like Christian radio, uh, like those who bring programs such as, oh, Hello World, news, information, and comment from a Christian perspective. Every day at this time, you'll not hear too many programs on the radio like this one, my friend. We need your prayers. I know many of you praying regularly. You contact me on Facebook and via email and texting. Thank you very much. And thank those of you that are helping us financially, keeping the old wheels rolling, greasing the wheels, I guess you might say with your finances. Thank you very, very much, and I'm sure that I say the same for this Christian radio station. Thank you for your giving, your caring, your praying, and being involved in local Christian radio. To God be the glory. And a big thank you for you just being here. So what's happening in your life? Any strange things? Anything unsettling today? I've had that happen frequently, and you do too. You know, if necessary, Almighty God is going to move heaven and earth to show you what His will is. I mean, our Father has designed a specific plan for each one of His children. You are unique. When God made you, He broke the mold. There will never be another one of you. You are very special, the apple of God's eye. That's what you are. He desires that we listen for His voice so that we can hear what he wants us to do and and exactly how to do it. And God has many ways to make us attentive, if you will, when he wants to adjust our course or stop us from wandering. Do you do that? Easy to do in today's world, isn't it? You know, God always knows precisely what it's going to take to get your attention. Have you, have you thought about that recently? At times, God will get your attention by giving you a restless spirit Read Esther, the Old Testament there, chapter 6. If you feel unsettled today, something deep within that you can't quite identify, ask, God, are are you trying to say something to me? I mean, that's a good question, isn't it? And he's not going to play games with you. He will direct you. One of my daily prayers several times a day, Psalm 139, verse 23 and 24, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. See if there be any wicked way in Greg Benton. And then, God, I'm asking to lead me in the way everlasting. He will direct. And then sometimes we become aware of God through a spoken word. That's how the Lord gave a message to young Samuel, did he not? And the old priest, Eli. Read First Samuel chapter 3, down there, verse 4 through 18. If several people in a short period of time tell you the same thing, aha, Ask God if 
he is speaking to you through these people. And then the Lord may use extraordinary circumstances like the burning bush of Exodus chapter 3. No? Oh, yeah. He wants to get you to stop and to listen to him. He may even give you an unusual blessing so that you will focus on God. And then unanswered prayer could be a way of forcing some self-examination. Back to that Psalm 139 there. Despite David's pleas for God to save his infant son, and he did plead, who was born through adultery, by the way, the baby died, 2 Samuel 12, 15 through 18. The king responded by worshiping God, 2 Samuel 12, 20. And then God may allow a major setback in your life, a disappointment or a defeat to keep us from charting our own course. I felt like that's what God did to our family back in 2012 when my wife became terribly ill, 71 days intensive care. I wasn't sure which way was up. It was just a really trying time. But God definitely got my attention and changed some things in my life. So he could be doing it to you. Now, because of disobedience, an entire generation of Israelites lost the privilege of entering the promised land, did they not? That's Numbers chapter 14. And then later, God used a defeat to stem the nation's overconfidence and their self-sufficiency in Joshua chapter 7. Not sure why it is, but every time that good things begin to happen to us, we have a tendency, even though we're on the lookout, on guard, we have a tendency to forget God. If the bank account is full today, the house is paid off, everything going well, what do you need God for? But I'll tell you what, there's a possibility of you hitting the street or someone you really love not making it today. That changes everything. And then we should regard our financial troubles there, those tragedies and afflictions, as reasons to inquire of God. What are you trying to tell me through this thing, God? When Saul of Tarsus persecuted Christians, what happened? God struck him with blindness, a tactic that certainly got his attention. Acts chapter 9. Had a pastor friend, oh, decades ago now, up in Michigan, great pastor, great orator, who lost his voice completely for 12 months. God can do it. He can get your attention. And God always knows exactly where you are in your journey of faith and precisely what it will take to get your attention. So I would encourage you this day to stay alert to God. If any of these six divine methods are occurring in your life, or maybe they're reoccurring in your life, ask God what he wants to tell you, and then listen very closely. Not simply hear, but obey. That's the best way to show that you believe. Obedience, that is. I trust that you've given God all of your life. You're not holding back, only going to him when things really get bad. Yep, give your life completely to the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a great way to live and die. And finally, this is no way to fill out an application for a job. I like or enjoy Chinese and Italians. <laughs> My three biggest hobbies are cars, racquetball, golf, and reading. I like donuts and cupcakes, chocolate, and ice cream. 
together. Honestly, I mean, honestly, I like doing nothing. <laughs> you're, you're hired. <laughs> That's it. Another edition of Hello World for a Wednesday. So good to be with you each day at this time. Like us on Facebook, and don't forget you can get archived programs at gregpatton.com. Talking about last week, last year, three years ago. And that's the way it is. For Thursday, January the 12th, 2023, I'm Greg Patton. God bless. Have a good one.